It's Sunday, the 20th of December. It's quarter to 12 and I shouldn't be recording a lockdown diary or anything on my dictaphone today because I had already been into the studio with Neil James last week when we were in tier three. Unfortunately, as of yesterday at four o'clock, well, actually, as of midnight last night, I am currently in tier four, which means that the Christmas that I'm about to tell you about um, on my pre-recorded Christmas Day message is kind of null and void. And Neil just messaged me to say, did I want to scrap it and shelve it? And I don't. I don't want to because I've had time to mull it all over and... Yeah, I haven't got half the people coming to my house for Christmas and I'm disappointed. Yeah, I'm really disappointed, Um, mostly because we've got so much food. Um, My husband uh, went shopping yesterday and um, (laughs) yeah, we have have a nine kilo turkey, which um, five of us... (laughs) have got to eat so it looks like we have turkey sandwiches probably until about July um, but that's okay I can deal with that and I feel like I've, I've mulled it over with Nick and we're all disappointed my children are so bitterly disappointed but I kind of feel like it's first world problems and I don't say that flippantly but you know we have to do this there is no other choice to to rein in the spread of this virus we have to all observe the rules and I'm not judging anyone that doesn't observe the rules because it's really difficult. Um, I'm struggling myself with whether I'm supposed to be able to go down and see my mum. I'm not sure that I am. I know that I can collect my father-in-law because he's part of our bubble. But my mum has all sorts of needs and my brother is has been self-isolating because of his son and coronavirus. And uh, it's just, it's so complicated. We all have to make difficult choices and make it work but we are having Christmas here it's it's going to be a small family Christmas um, I have as I sit and record this message my Christmas tree has magically appeared because <laughs> my husband and I went out and and chose it and cut it yesterday um, and he's put it in the sitting room and it's always my job to decorate it um, so I'm I kind of feel like uh, It is what it is. I know I say that a lot, but it is what it is. And we just have to suck it up and get on. And we have to make merry. And we we have to know and remind ourselves that this is, we're doing this for the common good. Okay, we can't be selfish. Um, Nobody calls this. It just, it's a fluke of nature. Um, Pandemics come, I don't know how often, every hundred years. And this is our time and we have to just deal with it and and be gracious and humble and kind and remember why we are not seeing our families and remember the reasons and remember the people that have lost people due to coronavirus and so that's where I'm at with it this morning and also just to say um that in the second world war they missed six christmases because of a war 
and we're just going to miss one, okay? This is just one and we're not really missing it because it's just going to be vastly pared down and we have access to social media and communications like I'm using here, podcasting. We can FaceTime people. We can Zoom people. Uh, We are connected. I am connecting with you. We are in such a fortunate position in spite of everything and so I just wanted to add this at the beginning of my Christmas message and I want to just say Merry Christmas keep the faith keep on sharing the floral love and we will prevail and Happy New Year take care so it's Christmas I don't know how we got here I don't know where to begin really um Christmas Day, Christmas Day is starts on Christmas Eve in my family. And I'm normally absolutely cream crackered <laughs> because it's flat out between the 1st of December and the 24th. It's crazy busy simply because everybody wants a wreath. Everybody decides they need a Christmas table centre probably about a week before Christmas and then ring up and ask, Linz, what can you do? And oh. It's crazy busy. This is our first socially distanced, oh, I hate that word, socially distanced Christmas in that it's been like no other. And everybody can say that it's been like no other. The fact that I was able to teach some wreath workshops at the beginning of December was amazing. Um, And instead of having 24, 25 people in my workshop, I had 12. And that was wonderful. And, And the fact that people were coming saying this is the best fun I've had all year kind of gives you uh, a measure of how dire I mean that not to say that my workshops are really dire but the fact that the best fun they'd had was coming to a wreath workshop for two hours and making a Christmas wreath um, it's been mad I'm not going to go over it we all know we are all in it together but I'm really looking forward to our three families coming together and for me that would be my son Harry who lives in London It will be my brother-in-law and his family. Um, And then my family is my husband, Nick, Angus, my youngest son, and my father-in-law. I shan't be spending Christmas with my brothers and my mum. So it's a difficult one, but I am... I'm not feeling sad. As I said all of that, I didn't feel sad. And some sometimes I think about Christmas this year and I feel sad because of all of the losses. But um, no, I'm looking forward to it because I get to see everybody. Hopefully my husband will not be working on Christmas Day, although I think it's likely he's going to be working right up to the big day. My Christmas starts on the 24th on Christmas Eve and I think it's fair to say it's probably my favourite part of Christmas. I love anticipation. The anticipation of Christmas stems from my childhood, the excitement of Santa Claus coming and visiting and bearing gifts. And so I've never lost that childlike wonder of the anticipation and the excitement. And it's truly even in the ripe old age of being 53, it's still so exciting. And we have a big family meal. We have raclette. Um, it's it's our tradition. It's nobody else's tradition. Um, raclette is, uh, it's like a French cheese um, and you kind of melt it. We have this kind of raclette machine and it has like a hot plate on top um, where you just cook meats and things. So we have 
bits of fillet steak and tuna and stuff. And then underneath this is that kind of hot plate uh, where you melt your cheese and you pour it over your little baked potatoes. It's just delicious. I did suggest this year that we might do something different and I was hollowed down by my husband and son. No, we've got to have raclette. That's the tradition. Um, but it also starts with my favourite first course, which is prawn cocktail. <laughs> and then at this point, I normally say to my family, this is also a tradition. I think that's so rich. No more. And they all go, oh, mother, you're so boring. It's Christmas. And so it's followed by a trifle. It's going to be a really big, fat, juicy trifle this year because Angus is in charge of all the catering. And for those of you that know me and have been listening to my podcast, you will know that Gus came home at the beginning of October and is in charge of Christmas this year because he is a furloughed chef. So he's channeling all of his um, culinary skills for me over Christmas. Well, has been cooking supper most days and Nick's lunch most days since the 1st of October and Harry my eldest son is also a very keen chef Um, although he's actually a graphic designer um, by day he loves cooking too and so they're actually taking over the cooking Um, and we've got the whole family there coming from Christmas Eve so it will be I I will decorate the dining room with loads of candles I'm going to make a big garland to go over my mantle in the dining room and I will do that on the 23rd Christmas Day, we have stockings, even though my children are 25 and 22 we still give them stockings and yes they have a satsuma in the toe and chocolate money but because they're grown-ups now we buy them things like socks and pants and you know those little um, electric toothbrush heads packets of those because do you know the price of them they would and silly things like that they get in their stockings and things like hot sauce and culinary things for their kitchens and we have scrambled eggs and smoked salmon and we have a buck's fizz and then we would have taken nutmeg for a walk at green and common um but we can't this year because she's in green and common heaven and then we open presents and because my mother-in-law who passed away in October was a North American she was a Canadian we have eggnog and mince pies when we open our presents in the morning and we don't actually have Christmas lunch until the evening Um, so Christmas dinner is about between six and seven o'clock and it's all the trimmings although last year we did go off piste and have um, a porchetta (laughs) because it was just the four of us but this year because my father-in-law is with us we're having turkey and we're having all the trimmings and um, I think my only contribution is the gravy which is also tradition because although ordinarily I cook all year round on Christmas Day Nick always cooks except this year he's stepping down and Angus and Harry are going to be cooking are there any flowers yes and they're incredibly simple because I mean, it's my rule about flowers on tables anyway when you're eating um it's about the people the conversation and the flowers add to the occasion but the f- and the food the food so it, it's people conversation and the food when you're having a christmas dinner or any sort of celebratory meal um and the flowers just add to the occasion and so there's although we don't have big terrines of food we kind of serve the food in the kitchen and bring our platefuls of christmas dinner in um there's crackers and so actually i 
keep it really really simple so I've just got beautiful taper candles in all different colours I'll just do simple vases of white hellebores and anemones and maybe some rosemary for remembrance and some eucalyptus it'll be really simple but it would have been simple anyway and I'm I'm thinking it's going to be quite emotional because we haven't got my mother-in-law and we haven't got my dad and we haven't got nutmeg so I think it's going to be an emotional one but um, I think I will take strength or draw strength from my family and the fact that we're all together and you know it's the circle of life things come and go and you have to you have to let things go and and look back on them fondly so um, my father-in-law always makes a little toast as we sit down on Christmas dinner and says two absent friends and I think that might be a bit faltering this Christmas but two absent friends to the year that we've had oh my gosh and to the one to look forward to what can I say about next year 2021 what am I looking forward to I'm looking forward to getting back to normality whenever that might be I'm looking forward to just being busy with flowers but I think nothing will ever be the same again I don't think my business will ever be the business it was what I thought it was going to be at the beginning of 2020 and I'm okay about that you know I've it's taught me a lot about myself this year it's taught me that my business can evolve and it has evolved this year quite considerably and I'm okay about that Um, I'm pleased about it in a way it forced my hand um, and it's made me take my business in a different direction I'm going to be teaching more I'm still going to be doing weddings and I still want to be busy but I need to just step back a bit and give more time for me and and spend more time with the people that kind of kept me going this year because that's been really important the people who've carried carried me along and just to invest in in those times those those moments when you're walking with your friends because let's face it that's all we can do is do socially distanced walks I think I'm just going to try and have more me time spend more time in my garden and and just see what happens and not have any expectations more than that just let's just see where we go with this vaccine and and how soon we can get back to some semblance of normality but I'm grateful for everything that I have for my friends that have carried me along for the the friendships that I have met through Instagram that have reached out and got in touch um, because they identify with what I've been saying you know with the situation that we've been in that's been really really wonderful then the messages have been incredible because it's been so much more than flowers it's been bereavement it's been just the whole anxiety of loss of earnings loss of income loss of loved ones the loss of the life that we have it's been a bereavement but we have survived we have endured and we have a lot to be grateful for so yeah here's to 2021 to a very merry Christmas and a quiet, peaceful, happy new year. Happy Christmas, everyone.
Lindsay Kitchen, the English florist, returns in 2021.